Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hi, beautiful human. We welcome Kim Petras. Hey. What's up? Clarity. That's what's up. Oh, yes. Clarity. Yeah, no big deal. You got a full album out. Oh, yes. What's good? How you feeling? Amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I can't really process it like it's it's been so long i've been doing this for so long and that this is my full first full cohesive piece of work <laughs> is really really sick so yeah. i'm stoked you bring up the fact that you've been doing it for so long and that this is like your first yeah. cohesive body 50 work. long years wow, wow you amazing look great. that age thank you so much <laughs> you age in reverse yes Benjamin but, Button up in this bitch. Could you have released <laughs> the album that Clarity is today without all of those years of hard work and training and knowledge and trial and error? Could it really be the album that it is today without all that? Yeah. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah, for sure. Just, damn, didn't have to go through all of that. Um, n- no, I, I feel like a lot of like the circumstances in my life like led to the songs in this one. Um, it was really a lot of like coming off stage, being a supporting act, writing words down and like thinking of like, oh, I need to add this to my live show and kind of just like a lot of, yeah, a lot of like after performances, after being really busy, just like those like five minutes of like writing stuff down and collecting it all and then coming into the studio um, after being on the road for a long time and just like putting it all together as somebody who's kind of like followed this process, I think, to your Instagram, because I obsessively, well, one, I love you with my whole heart. Ah, uh, thanks. I love you, too. So, so, you're the best. No, you're the best. Uh, uh, you're the best. Organically, I want to be in the loop on everything you do, but I feel like the process, because you're talking about being on tour for a long time. It was a choice of on tour. Yeah, and, bef- and before that, like, I was doing a bunch of uh, radio promo tours. Like crazy. Was, like, doing every single gay club in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was just like a lot of of being out there and, and promoting it. Yeah. So okay, you're talking about like being on stage. Are you when you're on stage performing? Are you thinking about the records you've created? Are you creating right when you get off stage? Like, are you taking notes as you're kind of living life and saving things to then go to the studio and flesh all, out all songs that, and albums? But, but actually, it's been a lot of like being on stage and like keeping thoughts and then coming off stage and like writing it down, which really? is which is weird. Yeah, oh, because oh. like I'm supposed to be focused on doing my thing on stage so it's really unprofessional of me and i'm really disappointed in myself but i could also make the argument that you know the songs that you've been performing so freaking well (laughs) that you could do it like the back of your hand because you've been singing a lot of the same songs for quite some time yeah but but i love the good thing is like i'm not sick of one single song that i've released which is like that's it's a huge thing to say totally I, i feel like a lot because um my first era was kind of creating a bunch of characters um because i felt like I was pretty like insecure and I was like I I wasn't sure if anybody was going to listen to me ever and had had all these like insecurities about myself and kind of thought my life wasn't interesting enough so I just like made up like grander like themes um for all these songs um which like I don't want it at all it's like a super bratty like (laughs) rich girl in LA and like I was like 
staying on a futon with like four roommates you know like i was like not that was like not my life so i think it's just like it's kind of like performing like as a larger than life character because that's so, become you fun. right like do you yeah. feel like kim petrus has become those songs that you put out in your first era yeah d- definitely i mean i feel like i'm like a different person every single day of my life like i feel like i'm just like always different like depending on the mood it's also like a big girl thing i think just like you know changing like, yeah by the mood of the day i guess yeah like, um, depending <laughs> on what side of the bed you yeah, wake up on i, yeah, I totally but but, yeah. but all of that is me like i feel like even the stuff like that you make up and like i want this to be my life like you still make it up you know that's still like a part of your brain so y- you know it's so fast <laughs> or not maybe not <laughs> i i just i i find it kind of funny but also really interesting the fact that we're talking about the first era of your music which is you creating these characters that you've now become yeah and then the first record off of clarity is clarity which you know what does that word mean to you um well i've gone through kind of like in the beginning of this i've gone through a phase of just like worrying about every little thing in life and just like I don't know, focusing on the wrong things and just like hanging around the wrong people, going through a breakup, like being really sad about it. And um, then like uh, my my homie, little Aaron, um, who's amazing, who's like becoming this big songwriter now, like and we wrote my first song together, the I Don't Want It At All song. Um, and he just came up with that hook. Um, so I didn't even come up with it because we had a long talk about um where my head was at and he was like man your brain is just like so wrong right now like you're just like thinking about everything so wrong and he was just kind of explaining to me like everything's going good kind of reassuring me like you know that I'm like on my way of doing this and I don't know it it kind of like I heard that song and I was like yeah I gotta stop stressing about like every little detail in life and I can't have any expectations like nothing will you know go after my expectations and um just I just got to do my thing, work as hard as I can, and whatever will happen will happen. And that's kind of clarity to me. You know, it's just like I'm meant to be in the studio. I'm meant to be on the road. That's like what, what like my life. I feel like my life purpose is. And and um, so this record is just kind of about that feeling really lost, and then finding myself and finding like a silver lining um, through all of the like bullshit. You crafted that record from a place of lack of clarity. Yeah. And that's yeah that's that's kind of we, we started with broken which is me just singing about my breakup and being like uh damn i i, I don't know like what i'm going to do now <laughs> kind of um and like this this record called all i do is cry and another one and icy they're all from this like really but icy's um, unreleased isn't it? Uh, it it's not no icy's not out yet yeah it, it's, but but it's gonna it's gonna be on the on the full record got it um yeah, I mean, that one is kind of, that's like, that's kind of my like little like Britney Spears like stronger moment where I'm like, you made me like stronger than I was before. <sighs> Just tight, always a good concept. Um, so, but the whole but album yeah. starts with Broken? Uh, it doesn't. Was, it, was that the first that, that song you started? But that was the first one I dropped, yeah. yeah but yes. the first track on the record is Clarity. is Clarity. Yeah. But from the creation process, you start with Broken and you end where? Um... Then I went to Got My Number, which, like, honestly, like, being sad and going through a breakup leads to, like, a horny phase and going out <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and being a hoe. Um, so I, I needed to go there from being sad. 949-331-0609. It's a oh, real yes. phone number. It's, it's a real phone number. I ruined one of my best friends' life. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Do you to, pay for the new phone number I connection? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd be a horrible person if I didn't. Yeah. His life was like hell uh, for a week or something. Like we did this thing where we like blocked anybody who like wasn't safe in his contacts. So that worked for a little bit. But then it got into New Music Friday and Best of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> it was all done I think there. it's like the first real phone number ever on, on both of these. Um which which is sick, but but he's um, Jesse St. John. He's like a oh, songwriter. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah, he's so incredible. He wrote uh, Truth Hurts with uh, Lizzo. Dude. He's really amazing. Truth Hurts, couple Britney Spears records. Yeah, he's he's really amazing. Spectacular. Like, I mean, I always call him when I go out. So it was just like when we wrote that song, it was like, oh, this is like a night out with Jesse. Like, that's what the song felt like to us. And we're just like a bunch of punks. So we were just like, Let, <laughs> let's do this. And we planned it. And we the day off, like he like came, we like scheduled a session with him, um, and acted like he lost his phone, like his sister stole his phone from like the side of his bed. <laughs> yeah, like the worst day ever because he had so much shit to do, and he was like almost like in tears. He immediately like went to like the 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 hard alcohol at the studio <laughs> and got really drunk. He was so sad about losing his phone. Um, and then and then we like we 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 played it for him and he was like, Wait, is that my phone number? Like it clicked so slowly. We like got it on camera. It was an amazing, amazing moment. So worth it, but ruined his life for like a week straight. I mean it totally makes the difference. And the production is so freaking good. Oh, thank you so much. Is that like what are the keys on that? Like what are you playing? Like cause there are something, right? Like uh I, I call them keys, but it sounds like something towards the end is some I don't know what it is. Oh, like the woo woo stuff. But like it sounded like there was some form of keys and maybe I'm going crazy. But like maybe I am. But I'll play it for you at the end. Might be. Whose voice is on that record? Whose voice is on that record? Yeah. On, on Got My Number? That's yeah. Jesse's voice. So, so that I is was, him. Yeah, I was in the booth just like calling him, like acting like, hey, let's go out tonight. And <laughs> he had no idea. Uh, Megan, who's who's here, was like right next to him. And she was like, we were talking about bags. She has like a friend who like designs bags. And uh, she was like, secure, secure the bag. And then I was like, secure the bag. And Jesse said, secure the bag. <laughs> and then it just like all of that made it into the song. But it was perfect. It was one call. And we were just really hoping that, you know, he would, like, you know, sound really gay in the best way possible <laughs> and, do, and do exactly what he did. And he didn't let down. So he's a natural. He just, like, did that without rehearsing it. Wow. Um, Take a, two. A real pro. Wouldn't yeah. have been the same. Uh, yeah. Zach Sang Hey, beautiful human, real quick. Sorry to interrupt. If you're considering going back to school, you got to ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. ASU offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree as you would on a campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. If you want more information, text Zach to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. We'll put it right here. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degree programs, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. Back to our conversation. Show. So, okay, back to the, the, the order you create this album in. Clarity, 
right? But but you said Broken oh, yes. started it, and then it was Got My Number, so that's your hoe phase. Yes. What comes after Got My Number? What came after? Um, <laughs> then, then came Blow It All, which okay. is kind of uh, a record about drugs. Um, it's... Um, it's really cool. It's about like tonight. Let's not worry about anything and just like spend all our money on stupid and yeah, blow it all. <laughs> like when I was listening to that record, I don't know why. Like I was hit with this wave of like laying it all on the line. Like yes. got nothing else to lose. Yes. It's everything you have right here, right now. Yes. I mean. I- but then I don't know why my head went to, like, I want to know what motivated you. Like, what motivates you in general to keep moving and create music? Um, that one in particular was um, the um, Jimmy Jimmy Eat World uh, song. The, like, it just takes some time. I wanted a song, uh, everything, everything will be all right. I just wanted to have a song that gave me that same feel and make it my own. Um you know, just kind of a song about like, yo, at the end of the day, we're going to be okay. Um, then I did it. You know, I just went into the studio, like one take, done, easy, no JK. <laughs> it, it took really long to write, but um, I love it. It was worth it. What motivates you <laughs> at, uh, like, as a whole when it comes to making music? Why do you keep doing it? Why do you feel like you need to do it? I love it. Writing songs is my like obsession since I'm like a kid. Um, I used to watch documentaries about songwriters all the time um, and I just really got obsessed with it and how to make a good song and I just in the beginning I really sucked like I was really bad like all my songs were really awful Um, just like about some dumb crushes I had in school and um, I was really determined to just like become a good songwriter Uh, I, I feel like I kind of always knew like nobody would write this like girl like from the middle of nowhere in germany any songs so i was like you gotta learn yourself yeah um so yeah i got really obsessed with it and this just it's 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 like i don't know i'm like addicted to it like the feeling of like finding like the perfect lyric that really like puts it like the way i want to put it I, i sometimes feel like i'm kind of bad at talking like or having like conversations with people and never say it how i want to say it and then later i like lay in bed and i'm like thinking about oh i should have said it like this or uh, you know all of those things so i feel like my crazy like ocd like that that i'm like always so unsatisfied with like in the moment i just get nervous and i say it like the wrong way to people um so i just like take a pen and like write it the way i want to say it and I, I don't know it's just like it's really satisfying to me to just like take my time and really like put it the way I want to put it. Has there ever um, been a moment where you said something to somebody and then went back and like wrote them something proper the yeah. way it was meant to be said originally? For sure, for sure, but I'm never like like this is the way. Here's the song. This is the way I really meant to say it, man. <laughs> I, I I never did that. I think people figured it out themselves probably yeah. in songs, especially in these songs, like definitely uh, it's very clear, like <laughs> who you're talking about. Very obvious. Yeah, yeah if it's not a phone number. Yeah, <laughs> in all of these, it's very obvious. Um, but yeah, for sure. So, your motivation really is to be the best songwriter you could possibly be in the world. In the world, say it. Yeah, say it, Mama. <laughs> oh yes, the best songwriter in the world. Kim Petrus is going to be the best songwriter in the world. Trust. Yeah, I trust. I- I've been saying this. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm going to add to it. Well, thanks. I'm telling you, if you put it out Damn. there, manifestation. Thank you so much. Uh, thank me later Ma- when it man- happens. Manifestation. Come on. I, I really believe in manifestation. 
Uh, me too. Thanks for that. Really, me. my parents only gave me a couple great things in life outside of actual physical life, but one of the best things <laughs> they taught me was The Secret when I was like 10. They made uh-huh. me watch the movie and read the book. It's one uh-huh. of like the five books I've ever read. But, uh, you know, really it's done well. Mine is like Hunger Games and Harry Potter. Like, that's it. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> I could never make it past Harry Potter, and I made my parents buy me every book. They just wasted money on nothing. But the books are, like, sick. Like, they are, the to covers, look at, yes. The covers are, like, tight. <laughs> yeah. So. I looked at them. I had them in a bookshelf that nobody touched. <laughs> really, I did a lot with them. But wow. it, 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 <laughs> your motivation is to be the greatest songwriter in the world. That yes. doesn't mean you have to perform, right? Like because Technically. I mean, you have a point. Is there cancel tonight's show? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like the one thing I was thinking yesterday, I'm watching your show. Kim Petras is for everybody. That's what's in my brain. And the electricity and the energy is intoxicating. It's like it's beautifully infectious. And the love and acceptance that fills your venues is it's unlike anything else I've ever been a part of. Oh, my God. Thank you. But if you were to just cap out forever at Fonda size theaters and never grow from there. Is that okay for you? Would you be okay with that? Like I'm I'm just I've learned my lesson about expectations. I'm I'm not making any expectations anymore. Whatever happens happens, but like I I really want to be uh, you know, I want to fill out huge venues like that be amazing, but at the end of the day like I'm happy if like one person at my show like forgets about their problems in life for a little bit. I say that in the show dialogue too. Like I that's like that's why I do this, you know, like I just want people to like come together and for, forget about like the, the in their life and just have a good time and kind of escape because like that's what pop has always been to me it's always been like an escape from my real life and uh like kind of what i like wish life was like and i feel like my fans are just like like my friends i feel like they're just like me and i think like you know my, my goal was to be a songwriter first but now that i like you know know them and like i perform for all of them like i have their numbers on my phone like you know we're just like this little like cute crew now um me and my fans so you roll um, big to every party yeah i got i got plus 1700 people oh yes oh yes do you have room on your list oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> come with a big list and a big writer even bigger <laughs> even bigger writer um yeah um but you know now that i know them like i i, I can't like you know let them hang like i, no, I gotta, gotta be keep, there for i gotta them. keep doing it and i gotta keep going bigger because everybody's yelling at me for doing Small venues, um, always. So, I mean, I sold this this out in like five minutes. Two nights at the Humble Fonda. Brag. Humble brag. Giddy up. You talk about pop music. She's being... sold out now. Yeah, that's... Selling out. Yeah. <laughs> Alert the presses. Yes. In our midst, a sellout in the best possible way. Yes, a sellout. You talk about pop music being to you an escape. And obviously the first era was a char- these characters that you formed. Clarity more based on who you are? Yeah. If, is there a song on this album that we should listen to to really get to know who Kim Petras is? And what song Ooh. is it? Do Me. Mm. Do Me. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's just, that's it. That's all you need to know about me. <laughs> just do me. Just <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, um, maybe not that one. Um, probably, I think Blow It All. I think Blow It All is like, at the end of the day, like, that's, like, a conversation with, like, my friends. Like, I feel like that song is really extremely me. Um, there's also probably a song called Meet the Parents. Um, I saw is, that. That's really, like, a character song. It's, like, 
I could take you to the beach. I could fly you out to Paris. I could take you to New York, but you'll never meet the parents. <laughs> I love uh, it. A poetry. Um, uh, uh, that one, I think, is is very me. But yeah, in general, like, I felt like my like fans gave me a lot of confidence to like be like just me, and I, and I wanted them to feel like when they hang out with me or when I hang out with my friends, I really wanted to like invite them into like. I don't know, hanging out with me. Yeah, it's real. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's been it's been really amazing. Also, before like I was like scared of being like on a cover of a single. Like it was just that neon head because I was always like, why were yeah, you afraid? Unprofessional, unprofessional, no, unacceptable. Oh, I'm so sorry. Put your phone in the basket. Artists, the worst. Um, <laughs> Why were you afraid to put your put yourself on the cover? Because there's like all these. I I, I know, like I was always like I don't know if I'm pretty enough to be a pop star. Like I, you know, like all of those things go through like your mind when uh. you're like first coming out with something. You know, like I, I don't know how people react to like me, like how I look. You know, just like in general. So I was just like, and plus like the transgender thing. Like people always have to say like, you know. I don't know. So this is the first time I have, like, had the confidence to, like, be on my own covers, which is also a big step for me. Well, um, you're blessing everybody in doing that. Thanks, Truly. Sis. <laughs> One of the t- top two things on my mind last night watching you was, like, holy <laughs> you look f***ing hot. Uh, thank you so much. Like, like gorgeous. Like, uh, stupid. Thank you. Aw. It's sick. Thanks. So now that you have this confidence that is bestowed upon you by the fans. Yes. Put yourself out there. On your uh, all over the singles in the best possible way. When you look at goals for yourself, do you set them at all, or do we go back to what you're trying to do with clarity and like let things be, like where yeah. things go? Is no, where I'm they just go. I'm trying. Like, damn, like where's like the line between like manifesting because like I want to be like yo Madison Square Garden, I want like a number one album, yeah. you know, like. I, I do want all of all of these things, but like I don't want to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. You know, like I don't want to be have like my like life crushed. Like, you know, like I believe in myself and I believe I can do it. Um, you can. So yeah, I'm gonna f- do it. I'm f- yeah. Madison Square Garden, bitch. Dude, you manifest it, but it's not about setting a timeline. You don't need to be like you're gonna be in at Madison Square Garden in the next year and a half. Like, no, no, no. I mean, if it happens in a year and a half, cool. But if it, yeah, it's, it's about it happening. Totally. Yeah. How did Woo Ah start? Woo Ah. Did, um, did I say it right? Yes, you did. Um, I wanted a producer tag. <laughs> <laughs> because it's literally in every song. And that is the hottest producer tag I've ever heard in my life. So that's how... <laughs> it, I, I have no idea. Like, it just, like, happened, like, one day in the studio. It just, like, that happened. It randomly. came out of your mouth? Yeah. Out of my mouth. <laughs> um, it just appeared in my life. And now it won't leave. And I'm begging for it. No, take um, I was no. going to say good or bad thing. You have a freaking pillar dedicated to it. And there's lights attached to the pillar. Very know, expensive. Isn't that one sick? Yeah, it's nice. Changes colors. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. You've already invested in the pillar. Oh, yes. Can't. Now every show is going to be Greek themed. <laughs> yeah. Columns forever. You're going to save that I'm one. stuck. <laughs> as long as you keep Jigglypuff and Donkey Kong in the show in some capacity... Oh, yes. oh, oh yes. that makes me so happy. <laughs> right? It's me. That's so great. Do you really feel like you are Jigglypuff in a way? Yes. What is it about her that you that you feel connected to? Just Jigglypuff always wants all the attention and then people <laughs> fall asleep and gets really mad. I feel like that's just like my life. That's you? You ask for the attention, <laughs> people fall asleep and then you get upset? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> no, JK, people actually really like when I sing um no but I don't know 
is Jigglypuff the only singer Pokemon? And oh, I mean, she it's does pink. Sing. It's pink and it's mad. So I love her. Me. And then you got Donkey Kong <laughs> in there too. It's very nineties. Yeah, it's good. I love just like I don't know. I love like video game like soundtracks. Like I love Nintendo soundtracks. Wow. By the way, like maybe another cool goal. Maybe you and uh, Aaron Joseph can uh, you know maybe score a video game. That'd be so lit. Yeah, put that on the the list of things you want to accomplish. Yeah, it's like all about spending as much money as possible in as little time as possible. Like you like get a credit card from somebody and then you just like shop. Yeah, is that is, is that going to be the video game? Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I mean, in. what else could it be? Uh, a lot of things. A lot of things. What are you thinking over there, Daniel? You release um, quiet. one song until the whole album, right? Like one song a week. Yes, um, it's not so- all out yet. So it's going to be 10 weeks that 10 songs come out, and then it's three songs next week. So why did you go with that strategy of releasing one song a week? So last time I did um, a song a month, um, and it was really cool for me. And I think in streaming time, like the time of streaming, it's it's really important to just like stay on top of people's minds. Um, And I think just like standard like release strategies for like new artists that are independent, like don't work um and i feel like it's worked really really well for me Mm -hmm. the first time around so i was just like let's pick up the pace and do 10 in 10 weeks i don't know it was a really spontaneous idea that um me and my friends just kind of had together and it's just kind of really cool it becomes like a tv series you know Mm -hmm. that that's that's like oh this thursday we're gonna get another song so i i love watching tv series so I, I just felt like it was really epic to do it that way. So, and I like, and I kind of like just doing things, you know, like different. I, I don't, I didn't feel like just like dropping an album and that's it. Um, but I feel like clarity is like a whole, like you have to listen top to bottom and each song makes up like a different moment in this process of whether it's overcoming something or getting over a breakup or whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah, ma- for sure. Like that's how I heard it. Like every amazing, like top to bottom, it was one chapter, but each song made up a different aspect of what it was. Amazing. And I, I get the TV series thing because once you hear one, you want to hear the next one. Yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. That so far there hasn't been one that people are like just completely like not, you know, not liking. So I I feel really blessed. It was it was really crazy. Like we were actually. Also, a big part of the reason, sorry, just, like, adding to it still, um, was that we had all the, like, we wrote about, like, 47 songs, I think, in, in general for this project. Wow. And then we narrowed it down to 12. Um, Is that what you did in Hawaii? Like, when you were there on the island? Part, part in Hawaii, part um, on, like, Hollywood Boulevard. There's a studio on Hollywood Boulevard cool. um, that we worked in part part on the actual Troy Savan tour. So so it's been kind of like it's been like over over the period of six months that, that we wrote all of these songs. Um but yeah, then we put it all together and we were like, these are the twelve songs we want on the project, but they none of them were finished. So we were kind of playing catch up every single week and like setting ourselves like the goal of finishing them in time to get released at the end of the week. So it was also wow. just like a challenge like to ourselves, like how quick can we like turn these out? And usually, like, really, like, the, like, day or night before it would drop, we would just, like, get finished or the visualizer would get finished because also there's a cover. 
to to every single one. There's a visualizer to every single one. So it was just like a lot. Um, what do you prove to yourself when you're able to turn these records out on such a intense deadline? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that you can. I don't know. I'm just do doing it, it to do it, really. Just to have um, a thrill. Yeah, it, it, I feel like it's always good to like add a bit of like pressure um, to stuff, you know, like if you're like, I'm, I'm going to do this and then you have to actually do this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it added to the whole thing and made everything really stressful for everybody and made every, everybody's life really <laughs> awful for but 10 was- weeks. So uh, goal achieved. <laughs> well done. <laughs> How did you pick which songs were going to come out when? Because it seems like a lot of the songs have a like broken another one and all I do is cry. It seemed like they yeah. have the same, written about the same person maybe. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, honestly, we kind of like put them out as we finished them. It was like whichever one got uh, finished, okay. <laughs> we dropped. So there was no plan yeah. whatsoever. Honestly, not really. I mean, at the end, we had a little bit of room because like in the last three weeks, we, we kind of got more done um, than we thought we would. And then, you know, in the end, it did have order. But I mean, it's all leading up to an album so that's the official track list so it's not technically meant to be listened to in the order i released it mm-hmm. but in the order that it's going to be on the project gotcha. um but what i really liked about how we like prioritize songs was that we did like a, a, a sad one then a pickup and mm-hmm. then a, a sad one and then a happy one again different emotions like, totally because like i, d- I don't want to you know i, d- I don't want to give fans just like one thing um i feel like overall like it, it's very very bipolar the whole record it's like very very happy songs and very like emo songs yeah um from broken to sweet spot yeah but for some reason they all like tie together really nicely and make for like a great little adventure where where is the sweet spot sweet spot is at uh, at the end but where where is the sweet where is the where is is, yeah on a woman's body i don't know uh yeah i have uh, no idea it's the sweet spot um um, I don't know, man. It, maybe it's different for everybody. I don't know. Yes. Why is? I think you're onto something. Well, yeah. Like I don't know why everybody's giving me this look. Like I'm the idiot <laughs> in the room. Jesus Christ. What do you think it is, Zach? Why don't you tell us? Again, yeah. like now that I'm really thinking about it, because I think it's different for everybody. Yeah. Right. Because like, <laughs> I don't know anatomy very well of any kind. Of, Same. So like. Honestly, I wouldn't know. Uh, it could be somebody's <laughs> sweet spot could be like buying them something or showing. I Trust. love language, baby. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Love language. Same. I can gift you something. I can feed you. Or we can f**k. But like the sweet spot's going to be different. Does that, Aaron, do you get me? It's, it's, it's the left knee. Everybody knows it. She, yes, <laughs> yes. Whatever that means. Yes. The left knee. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Um, <laughs> where did the finger guns come from? The, the, the yeah. thing. Oh, you do I, this on stage. It's almost like you're conducting. I love it. It's really thanks. adorable. It's, I don't. I thank you so much. I don't know. I'm not like uh, a great dancer, so I was like, <laughs> I can do that. I can do finger guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm obsessed. So yeah, out out of necessity, man. Three outfit changes. Last Three. Night? Yes. That's f-ing impressive. I'm naked behind the stage every night. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of that. Um, 
the first show was a disaster. It was so horrible. The mic pack fell out of my outfit like five times. A zipper broke. We had to like belt it up last minute. The last outfit didn't arrive in time. I wore a merch shirt for the last <laughs> thing. Was which was, it was change. cute, but like it was so awful. Like the wind machines like didn't work. It was so hot. I was sweating my like lashes off. Like my wig like f***ing almost fell off. Like it was a disaster. Like last night. We killed it. Like I'm so glad we like got it now. But how many people was, are back there helping you change? Uh, four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know my whole team. I'm making my day to day manager do it. Like he's like taking off my socks. Chris so. Jenner was born to change somebody. <laughs> Chris Jenner's Chris Jenner's changing my nipple covers. Um, <laughs> um uh, yeah. The role um, he was meant to take part in. Oh yes. Um. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but but I watched a lot of quick changes from like the girls. There's like actually you can watch like Katy Perry quick change and Lady Gaga quick change. And oh what? The key is just for me to do nothing. Yeah, the for everybody else to do everything. Totally, because like once I do something, I'm just like messing. No it mannequin. Up. Like, totally. So what yeah. position do you go? And you go. Yeah, I'm literally like this. <laughs> just, yeah, just it's mold the stupidest. Me. It, it's yeah. It's very attractive. But, like, is that not, like, in a weird way a goal? Like, to have a show where you have more than one f***ing outfit that you're going to wear oh, for the I concert? Oh, I feel like Mariah Carey in that moment. Yes! Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. So, like, diva. Like, you've made it. You have four <laughs> yeah. people that you people pay to change People are clothes on me. And, and you mannequin it. Yeah, a model. A true model. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Naomi Campbell. Wow, watch out, Naomi Campbell. Watch out. I'm coming. <laughs> no. Hope you're hope you happy with your new bitch. Blasphemy. Sorry, I got so distracted by hope you happy with your new bitch. How you living? I'm in Paris and Mark Jacobs. Life's amazing. When she leaves you for your best friend, that karma. When you see me with my new dude, that's a come up. That's beautiful. I stand behind that. It's honest. It's like beautifully honest. I mean, that sounds like a real. You're obviously sending a message, and you're like. To somebody, to somebody very clearly. I just wonder, like the word broken, trying to go back to your definition. Sorry, it just caught my eye. You use a lot of brand names in your songs. Yeah. Trying to get brand deals? Yeah. No, I'm just like, I am a a fangirl of a lot of brands. Like I've always been really into fashion and I used to watch like every fashion show there was as a kid. I'm just really into fashion so I, I don't know I feel like it's like a lot a lot of my life is, is fashion so I think it's really fun um yeah I mean also like I was like broke as hell my whole life like I'm just like now that I can like actually like I don't know like I can wear Marc Jacobs for photo shoots and they give me <laughs> I'm just like yeah I'm gonna Flaunt mention it. it of course <laughs> like that is so cool to me real quick back to broken is this a redemption record or is this you sending a message to someone um, uh, I feel like it's a, it's uh for sure, like, my life is fierce, and, you know, what you did to me sucked, and hope you're happy. Um, it, it's kind of like, I, I didn't want to just be, like, sad. I didn't want to just, because, like, at the same time, I feel so blessed in my life to, like, be able to do what I do. I feel, like, so happy that I get to do this as my job. Um, that I didn't want it to be just a sad record that would make people feel sad. I wanted to give people at the same t- time kind of like a f- attitude yeah. and like give them something to like talk about that it's like, yeah, hell yeah, um, that's how I feel about my ex. So 
I, I always want to put put some of like some attitude in it to make people just feel like you know. Is that attitude for you natural, or is it crafted through records and then? Because I get that attitude, like I get that confidence right? from listening to it. Oh, but that's is that, amazing. Is that natural for you to just infuse that? like organically into a record or is that like the writer in you that puts it in there and then you kind of live it do you get what i'm saying yeah i, th- I think so i think i think i like to keep it just interesting you know I, I like to um i like to i like to mix emotions up but i just like to like throw them around give give the song like an arc you know of, of emotion emotions and i feel like the more the more like personality and attitude you add to anything the, the better it gets broken uh, yeah I feel it. Oh, oh my God! Yay! I'm so glad. I would. I, I came very close to buying the sweatshirt yesterday, but I felt like I'd manifest me being broken by putting it on my body. I swear to God, I had a whole thing at the merch stand last January. Damn! I came very That's close to buying shit. it, and I thought that if I wore it, that I'd actually break a bone for the first time. So I didn't want to do it. Like I'm the person You've who never like, broken a bone. Me? No. Knock on wood. Have you? What'd you break? Uh, my leg. Whoa! Uh, how? leg um <laughs> oh my god i was in school and um like we were, we all like had to like line up to get like these things we all like had to like pick up trash i did something like bad that's really I was, nice. like in detention or something oh. and um there were only like a few of these like good pickup things and then some like really <laughs> <laughs> everybody started running down the stairs and i, <laughs> and I like fell immediately and <laughs> That's it. You were literally running <laughs> after a trash collector. It was so stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really hot story. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Kim Petras, everybody. All right. She broke her leg. Making uh. <laughs> her way to a trash collector. Yeah. Uh. Tea. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Collecting <laughs> trash. Very on brand for me. Kim Petrus, you really are amazing. Clarity, des- oh, thank you so much. Clarity deserves yeah. your ear. Please listen to it. <laughs> it's amazing. What, do we have a date that it's all going to be released by? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> June twenty eighth. June twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah. Set the alarm. Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.